I'm Lori Morton. And I'm Nikki Austin Ship. That would be Nikki Austin hyphen Ship. And you're listening to Powerful, Powerful Life. Yes. So. We're here. We are here. I can't believe it. I can't either. I, I just can't believe it. This is our very first podcast and I am super excited. I don't even know what to do. I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> I, I couldn't either. I've had 20 minutes of sleep um, from last night because I was just super pumped and super hyped about today. Season one, episode one. Yes. Uh, by the time our listeners hear us, Lori, um, Ash Wednesday will have passed, but how huge is that for it us is. to actually record on Ash Wednesday of 2021? Absolutely. This is a huge deal for us. Absolutely. Yeah. This is this has taken a lot of resilience and a lot of grit and a lot of focus and determination and discipline and all kinds of other words. <laughs> well, in the words of Rick Ross, what I will quote is say, there is no shine without the grind. All right now. So that's what that's what Bishop Ross said. So. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, we, are, we are just overjoyed to be here with you all um, and all of our listeners everywhere. Everywhere We announced this in a meeting in December of 2019. We did. Unbeknownst um, to us that we would be encountering um, a huge global pandemic. Absolutely. Like right around the corner. Who knew? Yes. Who yes. knew? I mean, it just changed everything. Well, it changed everything for everyone. So we're right. no exception to that. But... Um, we just had to pivot like everyone else had to do. We just had to kind of regroup, um, get our footing and get refocused. And so even though people didn't hear anything and even though um, we weren't talking about it, we were really working behind the scenes. So I feel like we were like, you know, planting seeds. Yes. And, you know, when you plant a seed in the ground, you don't see anything. And so you keep watering it and you keep tending to the ground. And people might think you're crazy because, you know, nothing's flourishing right. and growing. But we knew we planted a seed Absolutely. in 2020. The entire germination process, which I, I'm not going to teach a science class today, but we do know there's a germination process Absolutely. when you plant a seed and everyone wants to harvest right. without planting the seed and without the germination process taking place. Right. And that's what happens to us as people, um, especially women. You know, we plant seeds all along. Right. Um, and then, of course, at the end of the day, there, there are no roses. Right. Absolutely. There are some weeds. <laughs> right. <laughs> there are lots of them. Right. We've picked, and we've been picking a lot of weeds. Too. Yes, we Absolutely. have. Right. But super excited. Just the studio we're in today. Yes. Uh, just the energy is just amazing. It is. It's it like is. night and day from the one we were yes. like, on a field trip to. Absolutely. And that was one of the weeds. Yes. That we had to pluck. Absolutely. Well, yes. Yes. That was like a patch of weeds. <laughs> but here we are. Yes. We, we are here. We are here. That is a very good question, and I have no idea. I just feel like one day we weren't friends, and the next day we were super close. I'm not really sure how this happened, Nikki. How in the world did this happen? I, I, I My recollection is the same. And so uh, for our listeners, Lori and our great friends, whenever we have two minutes to talk throughout the course of a busy week, we make sure we do. We check on one another. We pray with one another. Um, we encourage each other as well. But we were not friends, and then all of a sudden we were like super friends. Right, absolutely. So we are your new super friends, world. <laughs> right. If you need uh, two BFFs, we're it. Um, and so, uh, even though you have not asked us, we are signing up for that for that job for you. Absolutely, we yes. are your two new BFFs. It's yeah. It's we'll let you know if we don't want to be your BFF. Right. We'll we'll let you know that part. We'll send you a note. Yeah, but this friendship has been really interesting, and um, I'm just so thankful that that it happened so organically. Well, the funny part about you and myself, is that we are like night and day. Right. And most folks <laughs> would not put us together at all, which I think is so interesting because yes. when, when people realize how close we are, it's like, how in the world did that happen? Well, the good that's the good thing about this is that people did not put us together. Yes, true. Because they would not have done that. And then what a huge opportunity we would have missed of being friends. That's a great point. Ooh, that's a talking yeah, point for our listeners. Talk, right. Absolutely. Stop listening to people. Stop listening to people. Don't block your blessings. Absolutely. Let things happen organically. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. a great point. Absolutely. We would have missed out on a great friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So People great. can't even pick their own friends, so why should they pick yours? Mm. Yeah, that's true. 
Absolutely. Hey, we could just go all kind of places <laughs> with this whole thing. You know, <laughs> people can't do things for themselves, but they want to tell you how to do it. Um, but but those are some of the things that we actually will be talking about on our podcast. Um, you know, Women's History Month is in the month of March. It is. And some amazing women have have come before us and will come after us. And, of course, during the pandemic, we were able to see Vice President Kamala Harris become the first female yes. vice president. Amazing. In the history of the United States of America. Amazing. Yeah. I just can't even wrap my head around it. It's absolutely unbelievable. And to be living in this time, I think about my grandmother um, and her living in the early 1900s and what, um, you know, what this would have meant for her to see, you know, it just, it's unbelievable how far we've come. Yeah. And we've got a long way to go. So we'll Absolutely. talk about that. I mean, Absolutely. Right. We'll, we'll get to that in our podcast. You yeah. know, and, and when we think of, of great women and um, our grandmothers who um, some had formal education, some did not. Right. Um, you know, both of my grandmothers were very interesting women. Uh, my maternal grandmother was a domestic cook in Palm Beach um, where she, because she was around wealth, she exuded wealth. Nice. And and it's exactly what happens when you're around wealthy people who are good people. They then make you wealthy. Um, and so my grandmother, Nana, was just a, a, a pot full of wealth, um, literally and figuratively. Um, now, my paternal grandmother, that's who I can act like at times. Oh, my. Okay. She is the original Madeer. Okay. <laughs> and we'll, we'll leave it at that. Grandma Cleo is the original Madeer. But, but nevertheless, uh, women are so diverse in all that we do. And both of my grandmothers were phenomenal, strong women. Um, but at the end of the day, there's a lot that goes into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, being the age that we are now, it's like, how in the world did they do all of this? Early 1900s, you mentioned about your grandmother. Okay, they were raising their own children and raising other people's children. Right. With no cell phone and no calendar. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> No sinking. Right. Absolutely. No Bluetooth. No, you no know, Franklin planner. Right, no, right. No Alexa. No Siri. I mean, right. just, I mean, and they did it. They did it. And we and built, did it well. They did. Absolutely. And we built colleges as a result. And yes. we sent people to, to, to school and we built universities. And it, it's just amazing what we've accomplished. So, so our, you know, at the end of the day, powerful life and the name that we decided to call this. Um, because we want everyone to have a powerful life. We do. That that really is the goal of this. And how do how do you have a powerful life? I know there are days that I wake up and I'm saying, nope, today will not be a powerful day just because I feel overwhelmed with so much to do. And so right. we want people to be encouraged. We want to talk about politics, love, life, jobs, marriage, relationships, money, all the things that you talk to your girlfriends about on the phone that are just conversations. Right. Absolutely. I mean, we we've, we've had some great conversations and I and this podcast has been birthed out of those really deep, meaningful, um, challenging, gut-wrenching conversations. And this is not going to be um, maybe like other podcasts, you know, we're, we're, you know, we like to have fun and we like to laugh. Right. But um, in order for us to grow, in order for us to have powerful lives, we have to kind of dig deep and we've got to do some inner work. And um, and sometimes we've got to talk about things that are difficult to talk about and face some things in ourselves that we don't want to face. Um, but at the end of the day, it allows us, equips us to have a powerful life. And that's what this is all about. And, and you know, I, I believe that authenticity goes into that, you know, um, you know, on this podcast, if we want to cry, we will cry. Yes. If we want to talk about some personal matter that we feel will impact others in a positive manner, we will share that as well. No, this is not a reality show, but we will be, you know, authentic on this show. Absolutely. That's the only way we can be. That's who we are. That's who we are. That's who we are. And I think that's the beauty of who we are. We're not into optics. We're not into, you know, what it what it looks like and how it presents. We are who we are. We are Nikki. We are Lori. Right. And um, we're authentic people. And again, transformation happens authentically. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So then that, you know, that kind of leads us to to our core values, Lori, um, as to why organically it did happen for us. Right. So share some of our values that with the audience that and the listeners that they might not know about us. 
Well, you know, I think during our conversations as as our friendship was growing, um, I think what people don't understand is that what connects us and 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 um, and what makes us such um, good friends and such close friends is the fact that we share very similar values in terms of our families and yes. um, and how we esteem um, our parents and um, and. Um, you know, our roles in terms of our family and, and what we believe our responsibility is to our parents, you know, um, in, in terms of, you know, just kind of living you know, lives of integrity and being truthful and honest. We just talked about, you know, being authentic. Right. That's who we are. You know, at the end of the day, we've got to be honest and open and transparent and we're not into optics. So if one of us gets choked up and we start to cry, we're not going to edit that out because we think that that's part of the process. And um, and we probably don't cry enough. So right, right. <laughs> so for our listeners, you know, if you need a good cry, you know, this is the podcast to do this it. is right because again, we want you to have a powerful life, and sometimes you just need a good cry. Absolutely, um, I could have cried about ten times yesterday, but um, <laughs> nevertheless, moving on. But hey, that's because we don't have to hold that in. Right, we can be true to ourselves and pure in what we're doing. So thank you, Lori, for sharing those points because I do think. Um, people's backgrounds and experiences play a huge role into who they are today. Right. And you just connect. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of like when you go off to school and, you know, you may do some things that your parents didn't teach you to do, but you always find your way back. You do. Absolutely. So one of the other things that connects us very deeply is our faith. Absolutely. And that is something that we're going to share on this podcast. You know, we're not just going to talk about hot topic topics and, and other... You know, Although that's your thing, Lori. <laughs> it is hot. Yeah, I love a, a good <laughs> hot topic. <laughs> Girl, did you hear it right? No, yeah, Lori, I, I, right. I did not know that right. Scott Bayo and <laughs> Joni from Happy Days broke up. Right, and people don't know that about me. I love Hollywood gossip. Like, it's like a little secret thing that I that I, I buy all the, like, gossip magazines and I read them, like, from, yes. from, from cover to cover. That's, like, something that people don't know. But the other, you know, that thing about our faith is, um, is something that really connects us. And so it we really want to share our faith with our listeners. Um, we want our listeners to grow in their faith. We want to be a part of your faith journey. We want to be catalysts for deepening and strengthening your faith. Um, but it's something that, you know, you, you and I, Nikki, share um, share deeply, and we talk yes. about our faith. Our faith shapes everything that we do. It shapes everything that, um, it shapes how we think, it shapes how we interact with people, it shapes this podcast. Yes, you know? except for when I'm acting like Peter sometimes. <laughs> you know, I'm half Jesus, half Peter. So, you know, our faith does shape us. Right. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, I have to get pulled on back in. Oh my god. And Lori, you helped me do that. So accountability is is a big thing for me. I want everyone to be accountable. When Bougie was alive, so Bougie was our pet dog for 14 years. I'm um, just the sweetest dog in the whole wide world. And so shout out to Bougie. Yes, shout um, out to Bougie. At the end of the day, I even wanted Bougie to be accountable. So if I want Bougie to be accountable, what does that say about people? And, and I do believe in accountability. If, you know, if you are committed to doing something, then you should be held accountable for it. If people are depending on you. People are relying on you. And so things happen, but we all have to be accountable for yes. our choices, our decisions, what we do, what we don't do. And we help each other be accountable. We do. Although I know Lori wants to hang up the phone on me <laughs> at times when I'm like, Lori. I do, but I don't. Because that's a friendship. It you know, is. That's a friendship. And so we have a friendship that that has accountability. And um, and it's based on love. It is. Absolutely. So, you know, people always like to say, oh, it's coming from a great place. You weren't coming from a great place when you said that. <laughs> I didn't even feel like you were coming from a great place. So try to sit down with me now. Right. And that's why we know our, our intentions are pure. We, we know that we love each other and we have each other's backs and we yes. want the very best for each other. And we can only get there with, like you said, through accountability. Yes. So, and um, and being generous to each other and being generous with, you know, our time and our resources yes. and our intellectual capacity. You know, we've shared that. We've been quite we generous have. with that. Absolutely. So why did we decide to do this podcast together? I, I Well, I didn't even I didn't even listen to podcasts before you brought this idea <laughs> to me. I just like to talk. So I was like, oh, that's probably a great fit. Yes. Yeah, so for our listeners, I, I am a podcast enthusiast. I listen to about maybe 13 to 15 podcasts a week. 
Um, I just kind of go from episode to episode. And now that I'm working from home, I just listen to podcasts all day, every day, nonstop. So we were talking about this and Nikki and I were, were kind of talking about, you know, how we could um, help women and empower women and... And, um, and help and, ourselves. And help ourselves. Absolutely. And I said, Nikki, what about a podcast? And she was like, what? <laughs> what is that? I don't have time to do that. What do you mean you want me to add something else on my plate? Right. So I was like, okay, I've seen this little app on my smartphone. Yeah, I've seen it and just whizzed by it. I was like, oh, that's what a podcast is. Yes. And I actually decided to listen. And I said, oh, that's probably a good idea, Lori. Thank you. And here we yes, are. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. Absolutely. The power of a thought and an idea. And it went from that thought to idea to this. Absolutely. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Jeez. Pretty incredible. Right. But we, we certainly want to use our sphere of influence. You know, I can just think of a number of things that we have been presented with or had an opportunity to do that we have influenced others. You right. Know, we, because it goes back to generosity. If I receive a phone call that doesn't benefit me, do I just hang up and right. kill someone else's dream? Or do I place a phone call saying, hey, I know you were interested in this. I received a phone call about this and bridging that gap and being that connector. Yes. And so, you know, our brand strategist would be glad that I used that term, the connector. <laughs> She'd be so, very glad. Yeah, Audrey, that was for you. That was a shout out to Audrey. So, Nikki, talk to our listeners about how our professional backgrounds kind of shape us and um, allow us to be catalysts for powerful lives. Oh, mine is probably longer than yours. <laughs> So, I, I, you, right. you know, what I have realized about myself is that I'm definitely a trailblazer in many ways, even coming out of college in 1994. So before millennials came, before millennials really existed, they were just actually being born when I graduated from college in 1994. I was already saying to myself, self, I will probably not be on a job for 35 years waiting to receive this watch and getting a certificate. Because my attention span is not even that long. Being, being a person who catches on very quickly and learns things very quickly, and I like to master things. So I love to operate in excellence. I will not just do a job, whether it's sweeping the floor or being a cabinet member for President Biden. I, I would do whatever I do in excellence. And so for me, my attention span is short. Yes. Shout out to my husband, yes. Rodney, on that. <laughs> That's another topic. However, being having that short attention span causes me to want to learn something different. So if you were to look at my bio or my resume, I have moved around to different industries. I have moved around to different cities. I've lived in five or six different states and never moved as a child. And when I say never moved as a child, my parents, I grew up in the same house with the same phone number which is a stable environment, of course. But I said, oh, when I'm becoming an adult, I'm going to move around. Uh, so, you know, my background, public relations, marketing, sales, radio, TV, a quick service restaurant in, in management. And believe it or not, yes, I did have to actually work in a local restaurant. This was a restaurant chain. And I'm not going to give a shout out to them because they just don't need any free publicity. But, <laughs> but learned a lot. Um, learned a lot there and love where I am now. Um, so, you no know, politics has been on the list a, a couple of times in different cities. And then where I am now. So in the aging space. And so what a great way to pay tribute to my dad who actually passed away in 2014 as we are, you know, we are in this season approaching March. So March is a pretty difficult month for me. Um, it's been seven years, but it, all of those things have shaped me. I never knew that I would have the opportunity to honor him that way. And so now I get to help thousands of seniors, right? That's awesome. Not only, not only just live, but to thrive, which really pays homage to him because he was a thriving senior. Um, he was not sick and sick for a very long time or anything like that probably 22 days, um, and then passed away. So, so yeah, my mom is almost 89, so yay, yay. 
after they've been married for 61 years. So, yeah, a lot of that has shaped me. And when you deal with seniors and um, and want to be involved with seniors and engaged, it shapes you because you learn so much more. You learn a lot of wisdom, which a lot of younger people don't always like to listen to, but I've always listened to seniors because I was born to older parents. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I probably probably will be an even older, older parent. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> But and you'll be I, wise and you'll be I will. ready. And, I will. And I'll yeah. be thriving. And you'll be thriving. That, that's the whole thing. Right. I'll be thriving because I'm doing the work now based on what my lifespan probably could be. Right. Just based on my parents' average age, I will live to almost be 90 years old. So it's funny you mentioned that. The ophthalmologist yesterday, he said, oh, your eyes look great. We've done all of these tests and, you know, I don't need to see you for a year. I said, make sure because I have another 50 to go with these same with the same pair of eyes, right. right? So, so yeah, all of those things have shaped us, Lori. Um, you have a very interesting background. I do. I can't wait for this mic to drop. <laughs> so, for our listeners, I um I am a minister, and um I I think the biggest compliment that I get is when people say you don't look like a minister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there 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 are there are yes. men who say that. So, Lori is single, by the way. So shout out to the single women. Thank you. Yes. Absolutely. And I am married. Yes. And that is an entire season. Right. By itself. Yes. Absolutely. So I I am in ministry. I um I have a background in clinical therapy. Um and so after working with I was in ministry full time um for nearly 14 years and in my role there um, did most of the counseling and coaching for the congregation and um, and the community. And what was interesting is um, in that role, I probably did as much counseling for people who were connected to the church, you know, family members Ooh, of members and co-workers of members. Um, working at a church. Working at a church. Mm. And so that is a whole nother podcast topic that we can both talk about. That's a book, <laughs> it, a right. top podcast topic, right. a TV show. It is, and a workbook. Greenleaf Times 20. Right, and a t-shirt. Um, but ministry um, has shaped a lot of, of, of who I am and and certainly the way that I, I approach the mm-hmm. world and approach people. And, um, you know, if you can, if you can work in a, a church with with all kinds of personalities and, you know, it, it, it does certainly prepare you. You get seasoned very quickly. <laughs> it's a <laughs> so, better training ground than going to the Army. It is, right. And so um, feeling called to ministry at 25, at the ripe old age of 25, and not having anyone in ministry as a woman that looked like me. Mm-hmm. Um, no one was my age. Um, all of the women who were in ministry were older and married and... Um, and so it was. It was a lonely. It was a lonely time, um, but God right. is faithful, and so uh, here we are on the other side of that. <laughs> and you and you won't be lonely forever. So, Lori, you also do something else that I, I find to be very interesting. What, that I, what do I do? Counsel people. Therapy. Oh, I do. Yes, I absolutely. I've been a clinical therapist for. That, this is a big deal. We're in the middle of a pandemic, Lori. <laughs> Right. So I've been doing therapy for, um, uh, what is it, 17 years now. And um, I think my specialty is certainly working with couples. I've, I've logged thousands and thousands of hours working with couples. Um, and so I have a, a bird's eye view. I, I think maybe that's why I'm still single, um, because I know well. that <laughs> I understand the nuances of relationships. And so I, um, I, there are just some things that are non-negotiable for me. Um, but I, I get great joy in in the aha moment as a as a, a coach and a counselor. I love when people finally get it. Right. And um and and I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted us to do the podcast because I think there are going to be moments as we talk, Nikki, where people are going to have some major aha moments and the light is going to finally come on, and they're going to get it. And I love the fact that you and I can be a part of that process. Yes, and you know. So I believe marriage is a beautiful thing like Lori does. I just know that it does require your best foot forward. Well, amen to that. 
Absolutely. Cause yes. I, I mean, and when you put your best foot forward, you can get through it. It's, it's more than just love. It's more than just this is a partnership. You know, I just remember some of the, some of the things that people shared with me about marriage. And I'm saying, you were wrong. <laughs> you know, and, yes. and for me, it feels like Rodney and I have been married 50 years when really it's only been five. Mm-hmm. But we grew up together. So we truly were friends before we got married. Right. And that's from a the blessing. the right ages of seven and 10. Right. And you'd be surprised Ooh. how many people don't start out as friends. It starts out to something, you know, very, you know, physical and they, they mistaken it for friendship. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, that whole relationship piece is interesting. And, and our listeners are going to get an earful because we have, <laughs> we have much to share about relational yes. dynamics and yes. relationships. Yes. And that's going to be um, a topic that we bring back um, repeatedly because I think our relationships whether they're romantic relationships or friendships or family relationships, you know, they impact our lives in such a huge way. Right. And so we need to really be intentional about forming healthy, um, functional relationships. Come on, therapists, and who we need to do that with. <laughs> right. So mo- moving moving forward, we, um, you know, women love to communicate. So although I live with a person in my home known as my husband— he may say five words, and I may say 5,000. So I know for me, I need to find women who I am close with, because naturally, that's what happens. How many words do women use versus men, Lori? Do you know? You know, I, I don't know the value. In counseling sessions, I use this analogy. I think of a magazine article. I said men communicate in terms of the title. And women communicate in terms of the body of the article. Oh, that's good. Right. So you ask a man, you know, how's your day? Fine. How did the meeting go? Good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, did you talk to your team about uh, whatever it is that nope. you need to talk about? No, we'll get to it next week. And so you're and, and we want the body of the, you know, we want the details. So I walked into the uh, the, the conference room and so-and-so was there. And so we chatted about this. We, we you know. And we, I crossed right. my leg right, right. over left. <laughs> And I had my four-inch right. heels on right. with my suit. Well, you know, Rodney, the one with the gold buttons. And he's looking like, okay, all I asked was, how was work? Right, right. So you're, that's a great, that's a great, great, great image mm-hmm. for people. I'm going to take that nugget with me. Right. So thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. That's good stuff. Well, and then, of course, we wanted to use this opportunity to influence others. That That we do naturally. Uh, we want to see people flourish and galvanize people to action. We have seen, again, uh, social justice and everything that has taken place in the world where people have been galvanized to action, which is a big thing for us. So, you know, calling people to action, absolutely. not just talk about it, but do something with it. Yes, absolutely. So in order for us to have powerful lives, we've got to act and we just can't talk about it. We've got to be about it. You know, so for our listeners, um, as as you take this journey with us, we certainly want you to be a part of it. If there are topics that are meaningful to you that you'd like us to address and um, and you want to hear our point of view, because trust me, we have one and um, we are not ashamed to share it. Um, every detail of it. But, um, you know, we want to hear from you. We want to uh, develop this connection and a relationship with you. And we can do that best by you communicating with us what's important to you and what you'd like us to address. At the end of the day, iron sharpens iron. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. The power of friendships. So, again, we are your new BFFs. Yes. We are. We absolutely are. So, Nikki, you know our vision. You know our vision is to amplify the voices of women to the highest magnitude in order to change the world. That's our vision. You know, nothing, nothing more than that. Just kind of, you know, amplifying voices. And each of you listeners has a voice. Um, we want to empower you to use it. We want you to, you know, we want to empower you to, um, to share what's meaningful to you and, um, and uh, you know, to change the world. We believe that that each of us are world changers and um, that God has gifted us with talents and gifts and abilities and skills that are not just for us, but um, for uh, for the rest of the world. And um, and so we want to empower you to share that voice and to share your perspective uh, so that you can be world changers.
So the topic for today's show, we, we did have to share all of that background information with you. You know, you need to know who you're listening to and what makes us credentialed, as someone asked me one time, mm. on social media. What makes you credentialed? To talk about the topic we were talking about. So I hope this person is listening. Yes, absolutely. So now you can find out why I'm credentialed. Yes, we are very credentialed. So our topic today is being a superwoman overrated. Hmm. Is it? Hmm. I, I, I... It's Women's History Month. So, you know, without superwomen, we wouldn't have or we would not acknowledge, I should say, Women's History Month. So is being a superwoman overrated? I think yes. And I think no. You know, I, I, I think there's some points for for the yes, and I think there's some points for um That's for definitely no. the Virgo in you. It, <laughs> you know that stuff better than I do. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the benefits of being a superwoman. Because I, I, I really do think that there are um, some really great benefits. I think, you know, being, you know, the 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 term superwoman gets a bad rap sometimes. Um, right. but there are some really great aspects to being a superwoman. And um, and I think the first one is um, perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you've reached your capacity, you have a different perspective. You know, um, uh, I, I think being a superwoman allows you to understand um, yourself and what you bring to the table, the value that you bring to the table. And as a woman, if you don't understand the value that you bring to the table, you will undervalue yourself. And as a result, everyone else will undervalue you. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so understanding, having a perspective of your value and understanding your worth and what you bring, I think is really important. And I think that's an asset to being a superwoman. I really Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing I think is being efficient. So I think we, we get stuff done as a superwoman. I mean, you need something right. done, give it to a woman. Um, like we talked about, um, um, you know, our, our grand, grandmothers, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the early 1900s having to work um, with very little education and, and and given the resources that they had. And right. They were working in like third grade. Right. Absolutely. All their lives. So, I mean, right. 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 We say we've been working all our lives. Really, we haven't. <laughs> right. No. They have <laughs> right. been working since they were in third grade. So the early 1900s would be right. correct. And like Nana lived to be 96 and she did not stop working until she was 88, 89 years old. She still worked part-time for the same family. Amazing. In Palm Beach. But Nana did have a sweet deal. I mean, (laughs) hey, hey, I won't go into detail, but Nana had a sweet deal. So it it made you want to work. It made you, you, that was part of your family. That's nice. That's nice. That's really nice. And so I think as as women, we just get things done. I think that's Mm -hmm. the power of who we are. We're really, we're super efficient. And um, We we can multitask. We can. Is multitasking a good thing? It depends. Right. I mean, right. right exactly. It, I, I think it depends. I think we get things done, but sometimes there's a price to pay for the multitasking. And, yes, there is. And I think sometimes the price we pay can be too high. I agree. Yeah. And, Being a and, super, super multitasker myself, I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. There is a price to pay. And... That is when you want to have accountability people in your life to say, hey, I'm observing you and you're doing too much. I was texting my oldest sister back and forth last night at probably 1130. And she said that I moved from, did I receive her email to my eldest niece who is stuck in the snowstorm in Dallas, Texas with no electricity to the podcast Wow. To <laughs> right. She was she was like, okay, stop texting. It's time for everyone to kind of rest themselves because of course, your mind is always spinning and 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 that's the price you pay. Right. And like you said, you need people in your lives to you know, your, your life to show you um that this is this is kind of crossing the line into something that's probably not healthy for you. You know, I, I say we right. all have blind spots. And we need people in our lives to kind of show us those areas that we don't see clearly and objectively in ourselves. And I think women definitely do that with their spouses. 
with their children. Right. Because you have five minutes to brief everyone in a household on what they need to do for today. And when there are a lot of moving parts, I recognize that people would love for women to sit down in a chair or on a sofa, have their feet kicked up on the ottoman, lying back in a recliner with a remote in their hands, having this conversation, but that's not what happens. It comes out because your mind is trying to do, I call them brain dumps. So when I have a brain dump, you know, it's good for me when I'm with myself, but it's not really helpful for other people. Right. Because it can be a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, 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 you know, to your point, the multitasking and, and being able to have someone kind of say, hey, listen, you, you need to stop dumping. <laughs> yep. This is a no dumping zone. Right. And go, get back on the sofa and, um, and, and chill out and rest and, um, and regroup and, and come back to it. So, and, you know, and the, the other thing about being a superwoman that I think is an asset is that we're strong and we're determined and mm-hmm. we're self-sacrificing. So kind of going back to um, women who are managing um, children and, um, and um, spouses and And work. if you're our age, you're also, also including like, parents. Right, and a caregiver. Absolutely. We're in that sandwich generation yes. and that is real. Um, that, that comes with a whole other host and load of responsibilities when you're caring for um, a, a parent. So... You know, being able to get things done and being self-sufficient and um, and being determined and strong um, is a lot. So, but again, an asset for being a superwoman. But you right, know, but there's but, some. But things. there's a price to pay. Absolutely. There, so for so again, I can only talk about me. What I what I will not do on this show is pretend like I come from a place of perfection, while I criticize and judge other people. So the best person for me to talk about is me. Okay. So the price that you pay, you know, the the reason that you even want to be a superwoman or what causes you to desire to do this is, you know, if you're a person who likes to operate in excellence or you're you're a perfectionist, you like being a superwoman. There's also the control factor. Hey, I can control all of this under my watch. If it's under my watch, nothing bad will happen. Right. People don't have to make mistakes. I don't have to clean up crap. I don't have to now do over what someone else didn't do right. It's all of those things that go into that. You know, and then the territorial piece. That's huge. It it really is huge because I don't think people think enough of the word territorial as it pertains to humans. They think of it when it pertains to animals and pets, but not really for themselves. Right. I know me. In my office, I don't like anyone touching anything in my office. Not a pen, not a stapler, not a paper clip, <laughs> not a piece of paper. I want it left the way I left it. Because guess what? It's my office. Right. Someone else may say, oh, well, and I don't care if you borrow or use something. I just don't want you just taking your little self in there without inquiring, is it okay for you to do so? Right. Absolutely. You know, Nikki, I I didn't realize, you know, the power of territory and um, and and how I could be territorial until I owned a dog. Mm-hmm. And and these were, you know, some lessons I learned in being a dog owner, because I don't think that you learn certain things, uh, aspects about yourself until you have a pet, right. which I think is interesting for those of you who are pet lovers. Yes. Um, you, you understand, you speak the language that Nikki and I speak. But my dog, Milo, um, was a Maltese who thought he was a, a pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> And fully grown, he was seven point yes, five pounds, yes. and uh, was extremely territorial um, of our home and our space. And right. um, and I just realized how how that kind of you know manifests in my life, how territorial I can be, mm-hmm. and um, and what that looks like to other people. You right. know, am I the yapping right. seven point five dog mm. pound dog that's that's trying to be territorial over something that's not mine or something right. that God did not tell me to you know to watch over. And I think that's the other mm-hmm. thing is, you know, the part of, of being a superwoman that's not healthy for us is owning territory that's not ours. Ooh. Right. Right there. Tend, yeah, tending a yard and tending to territory yes. that is not your responsibility. And we tend to, like I said, that control piece you talked about, mm-hmm. we tend to, stand, you know, to assume territory that is not for us um, to guard and watch over. And that's why you're exhausted. Exactly. Because it's not even yours. Yes. And your bandwidth has now been stretched like a rubber band right. that is out of shape. Absolutely. So 
I, I completely agree with that. You know, and then, you know, there are those who want to be recognized. I mean, I'm big on a thank you. Like, you tell me thank you for assisting you with something. That really is it for me. I don't need it up in lights. I don't need you writing it in the sky. Thank you goes a long way with me. However, there are those who definitely want to be recognized. They they want, when history is written about 2021, when people talk about Women's History Month, right. they must have their name <laughs> from beginning to end listed, which is why they run around like a chicken with their heads cut off. Yes. And for those who desire to do that, great. That's no longer my cup of tea. And when I and I'm not talking about the recognition part, more like the chicken with my head cut off. I think people who are very close to me are beginning to see how I am protective of my time. Yes, you are. And I've always been that way, but I think the older I've gotten and having less time, like it's very important to me for me to receive eight hours of sleep. However, that's done. I will give you Nikki 2.0 all throughout the day, but I need eight hours of sleep. And mm-hmm. I know that about myself. That's when I'm at my best. But, yeah, I, I, I have no desire to do that anymore without being protective of my time. And that is really, am I called to do this? Or is this just something that people want me to do? Yes. Because they want to get it off their plate or they want to see me continue to be the hamster in the wheel running around and spinning around and exhausted. So I no longer do things that I'm not called to do. Yep, absolutely. You're no, you're no longer owning territory that, that's not yours to Correct. own. Absolutely. That's, that's huge. That is huge. And, you know, like you said, you know, it, it leads to exhaustion. It leads to burnout. Um, and let's not even begin with the health issues. Right. Can we just, you know, pause for the cause and talk about the health issues? Right. The number one disease for women, how they die, of course, is heart disease, the silent killer. A lot of that has to do with what we're talking about here. It does. Absolutely. You don't take the time for yourself because you're taking care of everyone else. Yes. Because you want all of those things that we just talked about. Yes, absolutely. Not a good thing. Not a good we thing We need to at do all. better. No, absolutely. And it leads to resentment. Yes. It leads to a lot yes. of resentment. And so here you are on the hamster wheel and you feel like no one else is on the hamster wheel with you. Because they're on the recliner. Right, exactly. With their feet kicked up on the autumn. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like you have a story to share. <laughs> oh, goodness. But but you know what? You you it, and it is twofold, but guess what? There's more than one recliner. Right. There's more than one ottoman. It's kind of like Mary and Martha. Oh yeah. You've chosen. Right. Hey, you've chosen to run around, Martha. Right. Mary has made the Ooh, best decision. That's good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have Martha syndrome down to a yes. T. I am Martha yes. all day, every day. Which, by the way, there's a great book out. It's not ours, but uh, having a Mary heart in a Martha world. Mm, yes. Google I, it. So it'll come up. It's, it's a bestseller. I need to get that because I am Martha. Yes. And, um, and that story always resonates with me because I just so identify with Martha because I'm like, you know, you've got people around and somebody got to get the potato salad out and the, the chicken done and, you know, and make sure that there's enough forks and I'm running around and just resenting everyone sitting at the feet of Jesus chilling. Yes, exactly. Just, and I'm mad. I'm big mad. mad. Big mad. Right. So it leads to resentment. And, and like you said, there's more than one recliner. I need to go sit down and, and get do my nothing. life right and get myself together. Yep. And and you know what? It's okay to say that I'm tired. Mm, yes. And I'm finding myself being more and more comfortable saying, nope, I'm tired. I'm resting. And I, I'm not going, going to do that. And then, of course, there's the loneliness that goes along with that because of what you said. You know, you run around. No one appreciates it. You're there by yourself. You're big mad. Yeah, it's a lonely place because everyone else is having fun sitting down. Right. And chatting and talking and eating. And which, of course, can lead to isolation. You know, you kind of feel, um, at times for me, I feel like I failed. Mm-hmm. If everyone in my family doesn't have what they need or if I have not fulfilled every obligation. And we're human. You know, we're going, we're going to mess up. We're not going to be able to check everything off of every um, list every single day. It's okay if it rolls over now. I don't want it rolling over and rolling over because then that's just more for me to have to catch up on it. And I'm not a procrastinator, so that doesn't work well for me. But it's okay if a few things don't get done. Right. 
Absolutely. And and I think that 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 speaks to that 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 need of being perceived and, and being self-sufficient and what that does for us, you know, um, and poli- people believe that, you know, that you don't you don't give you don't get what you give. I think there's a lot of resentment with that, that right. we give so much that people believe that we don't need what we're giving to them. Exactly. Because we they're we, just making withdrawals. Absolutely. And no deposits. Right. And who wants to go to their bank account and have people just Swiping that card. Absolutely. Right. And not putting the anything in. Right. But we project like we don't need anything because we're right. so self-sufficient. And so it's just kind of like a, you know, um, we don't get what we need because we just act like we don't need it. Right. Right. And so we're suffering silently. You know, we are suffering silently, Lori. And, you know, we are not perfect. That's a fact. That yes. is not the opinion of powerful life. <laughs> that is a fact. We are not perfect. We need to release control and like I said earlier, just accept that it's not done. Move on to Tuesday and do it on Tuesday. Yes. Then, of course, letting go of our pride and asking for help. Yes. It's okay. It's Which huge. Which we've, we've learned how to do that well. And that's the whole ego thing. You know, you think you're better. You don't want people all up in your business. Well, sometimes people do need to get all up in your business. Say that again. Sometimes people do need to get all <laughs> up in your business. So, you know, get, get rid of that. And then understanding the why what drives that type of behavior? Yes. Getting to the why. Why Why do I need to be in control? Why am I territorial? Why am I on the, yes. the hamster wheel constantly? And then just set some boundaries. You know, I have some people who I love dearly who they think I can move heaven and earth. They are like, hey, I know you can get this done. And I'm saying you can too. There's Alexa. Call, tell Alexa what we need. No one needs to call me to tell me what we need to order from Amazon. Now, I do have to back to the control piece. (laughs) (laughs) I have to monitor that. I wouldn't call it control, but I'm going to monitor that closely. Um, You know, but but there are people who have expectations of us, but just don't uh, keep allowing those people to sit on the... On the recliner. On the recliner and have their feet kicked up while you're running running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Right. Absolutely. There's power in delegation and yes. empower people and yes. going back to that power empower people yes. to take care of their own lives. Amen. On that note, Lori, wow. So our time has passed. I can't believe it. It's our first podcast. Our first Nikki. one. I think I'm going to shed a tear. <laughs> so, you know, we have it's a great topic. It's being is being a superwoman overrated? The answer is yes and no. Some key takeaways. You know, we should post these on our website. We should. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll post the key takeaways on our on our website just because we know that we have helped many people on today, including ourselves. We have. We have. And this has been our first episode of Powerful Life. And a shout out to some people we know. Yes. So, you know, for we're big family people. So, of course, our families make a sacrifice when we take on things like this. And so we we want to thank them. Rodney Sterling, my mom, siblings, uh, nieces and nephews. Yes. Shout out to all of them. Yes. Thanks to my parents and my sister and some really close sister friends who have um, walked with me on this journey. Absolutely. Thank you. Shout out to Joseph Salamita of Vanquish Studios, our awesome producer um, who has just come in and, um, and been absolutely fabulous. Thank you so much. Audrey Ori, our branding manager. Thank you so much for um, your guidance. You she's she's going to correct you, Lori, and say, I'm your brand strategist. Thank you so much, Audrey <laughs> Ori, for, for being our brand strategist. <laughs> and then our beats guy to my little cousin. So the music that you all have been listening to was created by J.D. Coleman. So shout out, J.D. We appreciate you. Yes, we do, J.D. Thank you. So we would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Again, we want this to um, to be interactive. Uh, we want to hear about your suggestions uh, for future topics. Again, we are now your new BFFs. Um, and so um, you can share that using the, the hashtag Powerful Life. Um, and be sure to follow us on our social media platforms, we're, we are on every social media platform. So Facebook, Powerful Life, P-O-W hyphen H-E-R hyphen F-U-L-L life. And then, of course, we are on Twitter at POW, P-O-W underscore life, L-I-F-E. And it's titled Powerful Life Podcast. 
And we are on Instagram at pow underscore her underscore full. And uh, again, you can reach us on all of our social media platforms. Um, Drop us some love. Um, We'd love to interact with you there and give us some suggestions for future topics. Yes, and our website. So you can take these nuggets with you, print them out, do whatever you want to do with them. www.powerfullife.com. So that's P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-L-L-I-F-E.com. And guess what? Because Lori and I are so popular, we actually have an invitation for Clubhouse. So we're in Clubhouse as well. You can look us up there and probably catch us in a couple of meetings and discussions. We have an opinion because we have one. Absolutely. And we are not afraid to use it and to share it. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. Um, we're so excited, again, that you're on this journey with us. And, um, and we can't wait to see how this unfolds. So light and love. Peace and blessings. Until next time.